Alright, well, good morning, church. Let's just go ahead and rise to our feet as we worship. Thank God for this day today. Thank God that we're alive and breathing. Let's get this going.
house of the Lord sing praise. Amen. There is joy in this house. Thank you, Lord, for your joy. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Lord, we come into this place, Lord, to give you thanks. We lift up your name in worship, Lord, and in gratitude, Lord, for who you are in our lives. Thank you, Jesus, for what you're doing. We sing out your praise today. Come on, church. Let's all continue just to worship his name. Sing it with me. To Father of kindness, you have poured down grace. You brought me out of darkness, you have filled me with peace. Giver of mercy, you're my help in time of need. Lord, I can't help but sing.
your faithfulness, Lord. I want to rest in that, Lord. I just want to rest in that, Heavenly Father, knowing you're so faithful, Lord, that I can be confident in who you are, Lord, and what you're all about, Lord, that I can know that I can always take that next step, Lord, and know that you are faithful. You are ever so faithful, Lord. Church, why don't we sing this song? Literally, it's a song of surrender to him, saying, Lord, you can have it all. You can have it all. Everything about us, all our worries, all even our joys of life, say, you can have it all, Lord, take control of it. Sing that and say, Lord, you can have it all, every part of 
want to emphasize on that word says every part of your world have it all surrender it to the Lord right now every part of your life come on sing it because this is what it's all about right here we sing it come on there is no greater call than may be seated, church, and why don't you turn your attention to the scripture. Hey guys, my name is David Sanchez. I'm the youth director here at New Beginnings Church, and I'm here today to tell you about a very special event that we have coming up. On Friday, March 18th, beginning at 6 p.m., we will be having our first ever youth fundraising banquet. There will be food, there will be a silent auction, there will be music. 
music, live testimonies, and so much more. We're so excited for this event because we want to invite you into the life of the youth so that way you can see just what it is that we do and you can experience some of the life change that's happening amongst our young people here at New Beginnings Church. This event is also to raise funds for our trip to IYC that's coming up this July. Tickets are on sale now and they are only $20 each or you can go ahead and purchase an entire table to see eight people for a discounted rate. But hurry because seats are limited. You can register either online on our app or come see me in the mall right after service. I will be there to answer any questions and get you signed up. Thank you so much, church. God bless you. Yeah, I'm pretty quick. I was just up there. Now I'm over here. I did a wardrobe change. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. You can hold your applause. It's fine. How are you doing, church? Yeah, yeah. So I can, I can tell you guys had some coffee and donuts earlier. Good job. So proud of you. I had a coffee. Or well, I didn't have coffee, but I had a burrito in one hand and a, and a, a frosted flakes, like um, fruity pebbles, like donut in the other one. It felt so, I felt, and I was sitting on a couch. I was about it's to like lay down. like a little down. piece of heaven on earth, huh? Yeah. I was yeah. like, hmm. Yeah, both at the same time. That's crazy. <laughs> That's great. Well, church, uh, as you saw on this video, we are having our first ever youth fundraising banquet, and I am beyond excited about this. Yeah, I mean, y'all can snap for that. So, <laughs> the reason that we're doing this is number one to raise funds for IYC. IYC is the International Youth Convention. There's literally students from all over the world. It's always fun because they have everybody in a huge room. And they're like, hey, make some noise if you're from, like, and then they'll say, they'll say something like, well, Oklahoma. Yeah. And everyone goes wild. And they always forget about New Mexico because yeah. they're like, oh, yeah, because they're a different country, right? It's, yeah. it's always and fun. And supposedly it's international, so I don't know. Yeah. So they're like, hey, you, just, you have to get a green card to, like, come? Like, no. I'm like, no, I didn't. So if, if you're, like, if you're in high school and you've never experienced that, you, you have an opportunity to experience that kind of stuff on a trip for IOC. But anyway. We're raising money for IYC, and in our banquet, we want to invite you into the life of the youth. We're going to maybe be a little silly, play some games, have some fun. There will be live testimonies there. Uh, we're going to do some, there's going to be music, there's going to be food, of course. And it's going to be an opportunity for you to kind of see what we do in the youth group and what our students are seeing and what's happening to their hearts, you know. What's the life change that's taking place here at New Beginnings in the youth department. And so I'm really excited about that. Again, t- tickets are only $20 and uh, if you want to buy a table that seats eight, we will do a little discount for that. Uh, you can come see me in the mall right after for that. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, like I say, week in and week out, guys, uh, none of this would ever, ever, ever be possible without all of our giving, you know, and I, and I don't just say, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of tired of saying you're giving, you know, because it's really our giving, yeah. you know, this is really, uh, something that everybody pitches in into, mm-hmm. and it's something that, um, literally, you know, not only keeps the lights on, you know, but keeps the light of Jesus going, you know, so um, I think it's very, very important, um, so I'm just going to go through uh, really quick the ways to, I almost said donate, um, <laughs> the ways to tithe, um, so the first way is, is my favorite way, uh, I like to, you know, do it on the app, it's really easy, um, uh, you could also go through our, to our website, um, you can also have the option to uh, go ahead and if you see those boxes at the at the doors right there, you could, if you like more giving cash, you could just go ahead and drop it in right there. Um, there's one more way. You could text to give. Mm-hmm. Um, they would have the side, but hey, it's okay. Just text in to give. Those are our three options um, to go ahead and tithe. And like I said, guys, it's because of our giving that this is all possible. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure Pastor Richard has sacrificed many, many times, you know, to make things like this possible. And right now we're standing in it, you know. Yeah. 
So, um, again, I appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. But um, we also have a couple more announcements. Yes. And um, the next one coming up. Uh, it's, and I'm actually going to be going to it. It's going to be the men's breakfast, and that's going to be at March. We have March any men 12th. in here? Any men? No. No. no I, I didn't think. So. I'm just. I'm just joking. Yeah. <laughs> so then, you can be here on Saturday for the men's breakfast. Yeah. I'm like you guys are. Yeah. No getting away now. Okay. <laughs> so uh, yeah, there's going to be a men's breakfast. I actually haven't been in a long time. Um, but you know, I just heard Pastor Richard talking about like a bunch of bacon and stuff. That's probably why I was scared because <laughs> there was so. He's like, there's so much bacon, and we had so much after. Yeah, that's probably why I didn't want to go, but um, it's going to be March 12th from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m., and um, I can't wait to see all you guys there. So, um, yeah, I'm, like, remembering all your guys' faces right now, just in case. Absolutely, and also that, uh, that same day, Saturday, be planning for daylight savings. Uh, if you've if you got to turn your clock back an hour, or you move it forward an hour this time, or uh, what I do is just make sure that you go to bed early so that way you don't need extra coffee the following Sunday. Yeah. So... And yeah. it's perfect because child dedication is the same day. Yes. So look at that. March 13th, you're going to get less sleep and a kid that's uh, about to get dedicated. Um, <laughs> I, think, I think it's a great mix. And you know what? You could go online uh, to our website or on the app to go ahead and register. Uh, you, could, you could also call the front office if you're interested. Um, but, man, if I had a kid, I would dedicate him in a heartbeat. Yeah, you know? sure. Um, it's the Lord. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. Obviously. <laughs> All right. Uh, but also, we have something new that I'm really excited about, the info booth out in the mall. Oh, yeah. If um, You know, we have our website, we have our app, but sometimes we just want to talk to somebody about what's going on. Are you with me? And so the info booth is a great way to do that. Go check that out. They have little flyers that have all the events, all the details on there, and I'm really excited. Chris, have you have you stopped by the info booth yet? Um, I've seen you at it, yeah. and that's when I picked up my burrito, but oh, yeah, you yeah. look locked and loaded to give me, like, some information. Hey, you yeah. need some info, bro? Ready to go. I got it. I got yeah. all the announcements right here, bro. <laughs> yeah, it was but, like that. But that's it for all of our announcements. Uh, hey, church, uh, Pastor Richard's been in a sermon series on family stepping stones, and I'm so excited to hear what he's got for us this morning. You know, a uh, fun story that may or may not be true. On Pastor Richard's first day of Bible college, they stopped and looked at him. The professor goes, oh, Brother Richard... I don't know, you You were here. Guys, we're standing in the presence of a natural. Richard, why don't you come up and uh, teach the class for me? Because clearly, you know what you're doing. So why don't we welcome Pastor Richard to the stage this morning. These guys are wild, and they, I just hope they left energy up here. Yeah. <clears throat> Hey, uh, right before I get started, uh, I want to show off uh, some amazing champions that are here with us today. They're actually here with us every Sunday. But yesterday they were in a competition. Uh, Would you please bring up those champions, Simon? And we want to celebrate with you. Uh, Simon is bringing up his children that were in... <clears throat> They're in wrestling, but not like WWE. This is the real wrestling, Greco wrestling. Come up here real quick. And they were in a competition yesterday. Simon, introduce your children to us. Come up here in the light where they can see you guys. I want to make sure. And since you're a little bit shorter than the others, stand over here where they can see you. And then, and, and, and here, so introduce your children to us. Hello, I'm Simon Hernandez, and these are my children. This is Liliana, Juliana, Feliciana, and Simon. 
Um, so Simon placed yesterday in the uh, New Mexico Great Southwest Nationals, uh, sixth place in the six-year-old 55-weight division. And then we have my daughter, Lily, uh, Feliciana, I'm sorry, I named them all Annas because I can, it's just hard. <laughs> so, <clears throat> Feliciana took first place. Hold that the, trophy real high. In the eight-year-old division. Juliana took second place in her division. And then we have Liliana that took second place as well in her weight class. And we all wrestle for the Del Norte Knights Junior Wrestling, uh, uh, wrestling Team. This is our first year as wrestlers. I actually became a coach this year so that I could coach in my kids' uh, corner. So we're all first year in it. And, man, I can't believe. I'm so proud of my kids. I can't believe, you know, just how far they came from beginning of this year in, in camp to becoming champions. It's uh, incredible what God can do in our lives, and, you know, I'm sure he can do it for all of you guys as well. Just want you to know that we're really proud of Simon. He's a, he's a single father who loves the Lord, and uh, he has a lot of experience in wrestling because he's got to wrestle all these four kids every day. <laughs> but, Father, thank you for the Hernandez family. We pray continued blessing over them. Watch over them as they wrestle, that they don't get injured. But God, let them continue to just stay focused on you and doing great things for your glory and their honor. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. amen. We're so proud of you, kiddos. And they'll be giving autographs later. <laughs> Guys, I did start this... Uh, series called Family Stepping Stones, and I really want to help us, and I say us because this is for me as well, to really help us understand the things that are so important to leave to our children, and the things that are important for families to embrace, because the generation before us left us stepping stones, but some of the stepping stones our parents might have left or the generations before us, might have led to some destructive decisions. So it's up to us to align ourselves with the Lord and put the stones in such a manner that they'll bring glory to God and honor to your home and to really help you. Just yesterday, they kicked off the women's ministry here. It's called Sisterhood. They had, yeah, they had, they had, Man, that is like so loud. Uh, it, they had like 89 women here that were really, really doing a great work for the Lord. And they had a lot of fun. And those are stepping stones. Stepping stones that they're leaving because we had grandmas with daughters, three generations here. We had even four generations because the baby, they took them to the child care part. And they just had some amazing time. We are leaving stepping stones. And I don't know if your parents ever told you this. Dime con quien andas y te diré quien eres. Tell me who you're with, and I'll tell you who you are. 
I just say it this way. If you hang around the goats too long, you start smelling like them. So I want to talk about choosing, making, choose friends wisely. How to really choose your friends wisely. And I'm not just talking to kids here. I'm talking to even adults because sometimes we're hanging out with people that we have no business hanging out with. Amen? And, and, and to really examine our life and to see what kind of a friend am I and what kind of friends do I choose. In the book of Genesis, chapter 2, verse 18, it says, Then the Lord God said, It is not good for the man to be alone. See, God doesn't want us to be alone. He designed us to walk with people. So he said, I will make him a helper who will be just right for him. Now, he wasn't just talking about a mate to be his wife but someone to walk through life with. All of us need someone to walk through life with, someone that we're journeying together with. So Heavenly Father, I pray that today we can really understand what it is to be a good friend and how you and I should choose our friends wisely. God, guide us and help us, I pray in Christ's name, amen. There's a lot of type of friendships. I'm just gonna focus on two right now. And one of them is casual friends. Casual friends are people that you meet because of circumstances. In other words, you meet people at work, you meet people at church, you meet people at school. Now that they're in wrestling, they meet other people at wrestling. And whatever your hobby might be, you meet people and you don't become super close friends, but you're casual friends. Hey, how you doing? What's up? What's going on? How you been? You talk about different things. Then you have close friends. And those close friends, you choose As a result of choices, you make a choice. I really want to be friends with you. I really want to spend life with you. I want to journey through and we could encourage each other and help each other and laugh together and just cry together and really be close. Because let me tell you something. The fact of the matter is the closer we are to a person, the greater that person is going to influence our life. So it's really important that you hang out with people that you want to bless your life because sometimes we're hanging out with people that have no business hanging out with us or us with them. And we end up like sometimes we come to Christ and then we want to go back and talk to our friends. But you know what? You better be strong enough to really be able to be there because sometimes instead of you influencing them, they influence you and you end up right back where you started from. So it's important that we really make good friends because we need to choose our close friends wisely. In the book of Proverbs, chapter 12, verse 26, it says, the godly give good advice to their friends. The wicked lead them astray. Oh, Lord, that you would help us to make good friends. You see, God talks about people we should avoid. He talks about people that we should partner with and become friends with. And so today, I want to talk about three steps. Number one, I want to talk about the people that we should avoid. I want to talk about then the people that we should really connect with. And then I want to give us steps how to get there. So these are the people we should avoid. People that we should avoid as a close friend. First of all, avoid people who like to argue. That just like to argue. Some of you have those friends, right? That's like, man, you say, oh, that's really a pretty Blue dress. This isn't blue. Oh, it looks blue to me. This is aquamarine. Oh, my gosh. Are are you with me? They they want to argue about everything. It's like, look, you guys know I like the Cowboys. And you have your team. 
and we talk about it. But you could be wrong if you want. That's okay. <laughs> but see, in other words, there's people that want to argue all the time. They want to argue about everything. They just stir things up all the time. In the book of Proverbs chapter 20, verse 3, it says, avoiding a fight is a mark of honor. Only fools insist on quarreling. No raising of hands, but how many of you know fools? <laughs> All they ever like to do is fight and fight and fight. You're like, why do you, oh my gosh. Avoid people that like to argue. Second, avoid people who gossip. Avoid people who gossip. Everyone went. <gasps> but you know what? It's easy to get into gossip. Gossip is kind of fun sometimes. Really? Oh my gosh, What? Oh, they did what? What did he do that for? Is he an idiot? Wow, but what else happened? <laughs> People, sometimes you say, well, I don't gossip. They just tell me everything. I don't share it with anyone else, but they tell me it's like, well, hello, that must, you must have listening ears, and you give them a place where they can unload on you, and you're fine with it. And you go, well, I don't know why they always drag me in the middle of everything. It's because you open your ears and you listen. And now you're part of something that you go, well, I didn't say nothing. I didn't do anything. But you know what? You were right dab in the middle of it because you allowed yourself to get sucked right into it because you listened to it. The best thing to do is if someone says, hey, man, did you hear about Pastor Richard? Oh, you know what? There he is right now. Hey, Pastor, come here. They were just going to tell me something about you. Man, they'll, they'll shut up real quick. And then you know what they'll say? Hi. Don't tell Susie anything. She, right away, she's going to pull that person in. Don't tell Johnny anything. Johnny right away pulls that person in. It's called ending the gossip. Don't be a gossiper because you know what? It hurts people. It damages people. And it really hurts them. In the book of Proverbs chapter 20, verse 19, it says, A gossip goes around telling secrets. Hey, did you hear this? Did you hear that? So don't hang around with chatters. Chatter, 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 chatter. It just hurts people, including you. Another person to avoid is flatterers. Avoid people who flatter others. Oh, you're just amazing. Oh, pastor, pastor, I was just talking about how wonderful you are. You liar. You were just saying what an idiot he is. Oh, pastor, it's so wonderful to have you here. Oh, I hate it when he shows up. You flatter people and you tell them what you think they want to hear just so that they can feel good, feel good. But you know what? You're really just lying and you're stabbing them right in the back. You're hurting people. Proverbs 29 verse 5 says, To flatter friends is to lay a trap for their feet. Man, they trip up. Why? Because they think that you really like them. They think that you really are their friends. They think that you really care about them. They think that you really are vested into them. And in reality, you're just bad-mouthing them. You're lying to them. You're hurting them. And you're saying on one side, oh, you're the greatest. And you're just bad-mouthing them in the, uh, to their back. And you cause nothing but pain and hurt. And then you go, oh, I don't know what happened. I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with them. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, you know exactly what's wrong. You set it up, and you set it up good. The fourth thing I want to say is avoid people who can't control their temper. What do you mean by that? Exactly that. 
Look, you might be hanging out with some people that can't control their temper and their vocabulary, you're guilty by association. They think, wow, is that the kind of language you use? Is that the kind of way you act? Is, is that how you are? Look, people have been hanging out with the wrong kind of people lately. We've had a lot of violence in our city lately. And some of the people that were shot and some of the people that were killed were at the wrong place at the wrong time that they ended up going with a friend that they had no business going with and they ended up going and they ended up shooting the innocent one instead of the one that they were really after. But guess what? You're guilty by association. And we don't understand those things. And we don't understand when they get out of control and their anger's out of control, it reflects on you too because then now they think that you're one of those enraged people and before you know it, it is completely nuts. And we've got to understand that. So we need to avoid people that can't control themselves. In the book of Proverbs, chapter 22, verse 24 and 25, it says, don't befriend angry people or associate with hot-tempered people or you will learn to be like them and endanger your soul. Man, it's saying don't be this crazed maniac that doesn't know how to control himself. You've seen them before at the supermarket. You've seen them before shopping. Somebody's there trying to go through the checkout. Look, and we go, oh my gosh, don't they know how to use those machines? Go to self-checkout and see how easy it is. Stupid machine. Oh my God. It's like, man, it's hard. It's hard. And we get all crazy. I've seen people scream and yell. So afterwards, if they, if they do that to the person in front of me, after, as soon as I get there, I go, you, you handle that beautifully. I'm sorry that they treated you like that. I'm so sorry they dumped on you like that. I just want you to know you're doing the best you can. I can see it. I, I try to encourage them and help them and minister to them because they feel so beat up because someone's anger just vomited all over them. Another kind of people we need to avoid is avoid people who steal and shoplift. They're going to get you in trouble. They're going to mess you up. And you know what? The devil tempts us, man, and the devil puts there. Especially, he starts off when you're a kid. You're at the store, and you go, Mom, can I have a candy? No. Dad, can I have that candy? No. Come on, it's just a little gum. No. Come on, I want the chapstick. No. And all of a sudden, they're in the back seat of the car with their candy. <laughs> Where did you get that? Well, I got it at the store. Where, what money? Well, I didn't. And then the little sister or brother rats them out. They just took it, Dad. They took it. They just took it. Sometimes they don't rat them out. And the devil lets you get away with it. So the next time, you take a little more, a little more, a little more, a little more. And you hang out with people and you're going to be guilty by association. Look, there was a group of girls from our church. Not all, one girl from our church. And I'm telling you, she really is a really sweet young girl. And she had a backpack purse with her. And her friends that were with her, her girlfriends there, they were shopping and they stole some stuff and threw it in her backpack purse. And then... The security saw, and they and who do you think got in trouble? The innocent one that they used. 
Why? Because she's hanging out with people that rip off. You've got to choose your friends wisely. Man, the devil really messes with our head, and he lies to us, and we believe the stupid lies. Look what it says in the book of Proverbs chapter 1. Look at verse 13 through 15. Think of all the great things we'll get. We'll fill our houses with all the stuff we take. Come, join your lot with us. We'll share the loot. My child, don't go along with them. Stay far away from their paths. Isn't that the truth? Man, there was this guy at work before I came, became a pastor. I was working and I lived, Cindy and I lived in Corpus Christi, Texas, and I was working for American Chrome and Chemical. And I was in the engineering department there with them, and they let you check out tools. So there was this guy that would take, he'd get a wheelchair, I mean a wheelbarrow, and he'd put in his shovel or a pick, or he'd put in a power drill, or whatever he would check out, and he needed a home project, and then he'd bring it back the next day. And so the security guard would be there, checklist, 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 and he'd take it out in a wheelbarrow to his car. But on Monday, he wouldn't bring the wheelbarrow back. He'd just bring all the tools. He did this for six times. He wasn't stealing tools. He was stealing wheelbarrows. They didn't even realize that till they go wait. This dude keeps taking wheelbarrows. He doesn't bring them back. But they weren't checking out the wheelbarrow. They were just checking out the tools, thinking he was just using the wheelbarrow, borrowing that to take it out to his car. It's like, my goodness gracious, some people get so good at stealing, they steal, rob you blind right in front of your face. Stay away from people like that. Avoid them. Avoid them. And, and there's a lot of other things on the list, but this is my list, and the last type of people we need to avoid is people who sin sexually, who sin sexually. And though I'm talking about unbelievers, I'm really talking about believers, because there are some believers that sin sexually. They either are not married, but they fornicate. That means they have sex, and they're not married. And then there's some that have that are married and they commit adultery and they, they, they tell their boyfriend or, I mean, they tell their friends, their guy friends or girlfriends, and they go, oh my gosh. And this is a, a believer talking to another believer. Oh my gosh, I met this guy and hi, oh, he's ripped. Oh my gosh, he looked you out of, oh my gosh. And he's been flirting with me and I don't know what happened. Next thing I know, oh, he was hugging me. Oh, my gosh. And, well, we did it. You did it? Yeah, we did it. Like, did it, did it? Yeah, did it, did it. Oh, my God. What was it like? Instead, you should be going, oh, man. I met this guy. I met this girl. And she's fine. She's so fine. She blew my mind. Remember that song way back? Yeah. Man, she's been flirting with me, and my wife hasn't flirted with me, and I don't know how long. Man, I don't. You should be saying, dude, don't, don't cross the line. Don't, don't be an idiot. Don't be an idiot. Even if you have sex with her, what then? Are you going to divorce your wife, leave your kids, your wife, and everything for her? 
Of course not. Dude, I just want a happy moment. Your happy moment's going to be poison. It's going to kill you, and it's going to kill your marriage, and it's going to kill your home, and it's going to kill your kids, and it's going to kill everything. For what, a moment? Fall back in love with your wife or your husband and have a moment, all the moments you want. And if you're not married, trust in the Lord. Say, you know what, God? I really want to be married. I want a husband. I want a wife. And I also want to be able to have those intimate moments with them. And I want to remain pure until I get married. And you young kids, girls, some of you don't have a dad at home and, and you want the love of a man and you miss it and you're like, golly, and all of a sudden a guy comes along, ooh, baby, come here. Ooh. And you know what mainly he wants? He wants to touch your body or have sex with you. So you need to guard your heart. Boys, treat that girl like if she was your sister, how you want your sister or your mother to be treated. Don't be there just using them. 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 9 through 11 says this, when I wrote to you, Paul says, when I wrote to you before, I told you not to associate with people who indulge in sexual sin. He says, But I wasn't talking about unbelievers who indulge in sexual sin or are greedy or cheat people or worship idols. He goes, you would have have to leave this world to avoid people like that. (laughs) In other words, the world's filled with people like that. He's saying the only way to get rid of that is to finally go to heaven. He goes, I meant that you were not to associate with anyone who claims, listen, who claims to be a believer yet indulge in sexual sin or is greedy or worships idols or is abusive or is a drunkard or cheats people. Don't even eat with such people. Because if you just hang out with them at lunchtime, guess what? All the other women are going to say, ooh, there's all the, all the tramps over there. <laughs> if you're a tramp of a guy, ooh, yeah, those guys are just filthy-minded pigs. See, guard your testimony. So those are the kind of people we should avoid. Who are the people that we should be looking for? What are the characteristics of your friend a friend should have. The first one is this. Choose people, choose friends who encourage you spiritually, that cheer you on, that you go, hey, man, uh, they go, hey, Sunday, let's go do this. Well, yeah, I can, but uh, after church. You go to church, or you go to church with your mom and dad. Oh, you go to church with your mom and daddy. Yeah, you know what I do? I do. I'm trying to make her up. I, I don't end up like you. No, no, don't say that. <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's like, come on. What are you talking about? Choose people that encourage you spiritually, that encourage you and cheer you on, that build you up, that speak life into you, that, that want you to get to heaven. 
that they want you to get deeper into the Word of God and deeper into the things of God, to live a holy life, to really stand true before the Lord. Look what it says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 11. So encourage each other and build each other up just as you are already doing. Paul is saying, keep up the good work. Encourage each other, bless each other, help each other. Speak life into each other. Second thing, choose friends who give you emotional support, who really support you emotionally. They go, man, I'm sorry you're going through that. Or they cheer you on. If something good's happening, they cheer you on. I wanted those kids up here to know, you know what? We're proud of them. Their daddy's proud of them. But not just their daddy, their whole church is proud of them. Because they're choosing right things to do. Instead of their being out there gangbanging and, and, and doing stupid things, they're here learning something, how to discipline their life and grow and learn. It's, we need to support that and encourage that. You need to find friends that are going to build you up. Proverbs 17, 17 says, A friend is always loyal, and a brother is born to help in time of need. I'll never forget my, my daughter. She really has a phenomenal voice. I'm serious. See, that girl can sing, man. She, she sounds like Mariah Carey, a mini Mariah I'm telling you, I'm, she sang some songs one time. I was like, man, who, I go, is that Ashley? And I thought at first it was the, red, the record, you know, the, well, they don't have records anymore, whatever. They, she, she was singing with a song, okay? Back off. <laughs> and she's singing with this song, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. So I told her, Ashley, you really need to be on the worship team. She was 13 years old. And she got up and sang with the worship team only one time because her little homies were up there making fun of her. And she never sang in public again. I'm like, man, don't listen to those idiots. I go, you have been given a gift. Use it for God's glory. Use it. But they beat her down so much and they hurt and wounded her so bad. Don't you understand? Life and death comes out of the mouth, out of our words, out of the things we speak. Man, quit speaking death to yourself or to someone else. Speak life, speak hope, speak promise. Give emotional support. Do you know how many people say bad things about me? Oh, brother, oh, brother, oh, you were talking about Brother Richard, Pastor Richard. And there's a lot of people that say a lot of amazing things about me. But you know what I try to listen to is the voice of the Lord. If you missed it, you need to listen to part one of this service, of this series. Because I talked about discovering who you are in the Lord. Because you are not garbage. Garbage, God has made you a masterpiece. He has made you the head and not the tail. The first and not the last. A royal priesthood, a holy nation. He has made you. And he wants to use you for his glory. Another thing we need to do is choose friends who challenge the way you think. That they challenge you to think. 
that you, you don't go through life just flowing with the, with the flow of, of, of whatever's happening at the time. Some people believe everything they read online. Do you know that not everything online is real? Do you know that everything online is not true? Not even on television is stuff true. They could report. We have three television stations in town. Watch the television. They'll have three angles from all the different news. You're there, man, which news am I going to believe? What report are you going to believe? The Bible says to believe the report of the Lord. And he has spoken life into you. But man, we need to really choose people that are going to challenge your thinking. Look, how many of you in high school or even grade school hated history? You're like, ugh, I hate my history class. And now you're all into all these documentaries and you're into National Geographic and you're into all this stuff that talks about history. And you're like, man, I wish I would have paid attention when I was at school. This is good stuff. And it's helping the way you think and it's challenging the way you think and you're not looking at life the way you used to because it's broadening the way you look at it. The word of God jumps at you and it's like, wow. Just think of all the things I talked about today. I'm talking about it right now in 2022, 2022. 22, and yet that was written ago thousands of years ago, and look how relevant it is for us today. It's real. Challenge your thinking. Challenge the way you think. In the book of Proverbs chapter 13, verse 20, it says, walk with the wise and become what? Wise. Associate with fools and get in trouble. Man, how many times have you gotten in trouble and you go, Oh, I knew I shouldn't have hung out with them. I knew I shouldn't have hung out with them. I knew I shouldn't have hung out with them. So then what steps do we take to really become good friends with somebody? How do we form those good friendships, the steps that will really get us there? First, be cheerful. Be cheerful. Don't be all, who wants to be friends with you? I mean, really, if you saw some people all happy and you saw a group of they're all, hopefully I would think you'd go to the happy one. I mean, some of you are way too young, but you remember there used to be a song way back in the day? Some of you weren't even born, so Google it. But it said, don't worry, be happy. If you remember that song, you're old, okay? <laughs> but, but, but it was saying, learn to be happy. Learn to put a smile on your face. Learn to, to celebrate. Some people don't know how to celebrate. Hey, good to see you. What's so good about it? <laughs> hey, God bless you. Why should he? Oh, my gosh. Get a life already. Greet people with a smile. Proverbs 15, verse 30 says, A cheerful look brings joy to the heart. Good news makes for good health. Proverbs fifteen twenty six says, The Lord detests evil plans but he delights in pure words. Again, there's life and death in the, in the tongue. Speak life. Next, not only be cheerful, but be comfortable. Have you ever been in a friendship where you're all uptight? Like, oh, I better not say that. 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 If I say that, it's going to trigger. And so I say that, it's not. And you're all paranoid. Or I don't want to look dumb. I don't want to look dumb because if I look dumb, they won't be my friends anymore. My goodness gracious. Chillax. Chill out. Relax. 
be yourself. Know to just be you. God made you. And you know what? You have great things to offer. You have great things to give. Be comfortable in your own skin. In the book of Matthew, chapter 22, verse 39, Jesus had been asked, what are the greatest commandments? And he said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and soul. A second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. But he's saying love your neighbor as yourself. If you can't love you, you really can't love people because you're always performing. He doesn't want you performing. He wants you to be you. Love people. Love. Be honest. Just speak the truth. This is who I am. This is how I am. You know what? I want to be real. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 2, he says, We reject all shameful deeds and underhanded methods. We don't try to trick anyone or destroy or distort the word of God. And all he goes, we tell the truth before God. And all who are honest know this. We're real. Be real with people. We have conversations too many times where we tell people what we think they want to hear instead of what we really feel. Because we're afraid if we open up who we are, you guys might think I'm crazy. You guys might not like me because of what I said. That's called a conversation. We don't always agree on stuff. We don't always agree on things. My wife doesn't agree with me all the time, and I don't agree with her all the time. But it doesn't bother me that she's wrong all the time. (laughs) Boy, I didn't know she was in here right now. See what I mean? She doesn't agree. She's wrong again, pobrecita. (laughs) But see, we don't understand that a, a, a conversation is a give and take. You talk about things. The world, we, we can't even disagree anymore. I'm independent voter. Well, I'm a Republican voter. I'm a Democrat. I'm a Green Party. I'm, oh my goodness gracious. And now you can't even say, if you say, I'm a Democrat, I hate you. I'm a Republican, I hate you. Oh my gosh, where, what happened to our country? We can't even carry on a conversation anymore. Well, I like red. Well, I like green. Well, I like red and green. Well, I like Christmas. I like Halloween. I like, oh my gosh. Chill out. Okay, let's move on. Let's move on. Be conversational. That's what I was just talking about. Ask questions. Talk about things. It says in Philippians chapter 2, verse 4, don't look out only for your own interest, but take an interest in others also. So be conversational. Like, talk to Simon and his kids. Hopefully you're going to congratulate them after church. Go keep up the good work. That is so awesome. Just talk to them. Talk to them. Just be able to carry on a conversation. Next is be considerate. Be considerate. Listen well and empathize. Empathize means you feel their joy or you feel their pain, but you feel it. You understand what they're going through. 
In the book of James, chapter 1, verse 9, it says, understand this, my brothers and sisters, you must be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. In other words, you know what? Uh, You're frustrating me, but I'm not going to get crazy about it. And you know what? It's, It's not the end of the world. See, we we just take it to the extreme. That's why he says in Romans 12, verse 15, he says, be happy with those who are happy and weep with those who are weep. He goes, in other words, feel their pain or feel their joy, but celebrate it together. Don't be all jealous. Next, be consistent. Be consistent with who you are. Stick with them through the tough times, not just the good times. Haven't you ever found out when you really need someone there by your side, they're not there? They said they were going to be there. Man, you know what? Journey through life with somebody. Don't be a lone ranger. God didn't create us to be a lone ranger. My son said, man, when I was dying in the hospital, I found out who really cared about me, Dad. He goes, and I'll tell you what, I love my church even more than I ever did. You guys prayed for my son. You sent him cards. You encouraged him. You saw him through. And when he made it, you celebrated with him. He loves you all so much for that. He thanks you so much for that. And some people that were going through life and he thought they had been friends forever, never called, text, never saw him, never, and never have even talked to him since. It's like, wow. You really showed me something, Dad. Be consistent. Be consistent. Proverbs 18, 24 says, there are friends who destroy each other. Boy, all of us know some of those, don't we? But a real friend sticks closer than a brother. In the book of Job, chapter 6, verse 14, it says, one should be kind to to a fainting friend. (laughs) But you accuse me without any fear of the Almighty. Say, man, when you see somebody down, pick them up. Next, be confidential. And if you're going to be someone's good friend, don't be a blabbermouth. Don't be a gossip. Don't carry their stuff. They're telling you because they trust you. Don't tell other people what's going on in their life. What did you hear about him? Did you hear about her? Did you hear about this? Did you hear about that? They're telling you because they have confidence in you. They trust you, so be confidential. In other words, don't blab your mouth about everything. Don't gossip. Don't hurt them. Proverbs eleven thirteen says, A gossip goes around telling secrets, but those who are trustworthy can keep confidence. Be that person. It's confidential. And then be candid. Be honest. Tell people the truth, but tell them in love and tenderness. Tell them what you really feel and what you really are going through. It's like, how you doing? I'm blessed by the best. I'm too blessed to be worried. I'm blessed and highly favored. And yet you are all those things, but you are hurting. Open up your mouth and say, I really am broken and hurting. Would you pray with me? Would you journey through life with me? Because I am hurting. Be honest. In the book of Proverbs, chapter 24, verse 26, it says, an honest answer is like a kiss of friendship. And it's like, man, I love this brother. I love this sister. They're awesome. You know that there's some 
men and women that are older than me. And they go, Pastor, I'm older than you, but I look to you like you're my father. I have some men that are rugged men. That man, they freak me out. They go, Pastor, I love you, man. They give me a kiss on the cheek. And I'm like, wow. I never thought this guy would ever kiss me on the cheek. Not that I was looking to be kissed on the cheek, but it was like, wow. It was just, it kind of freaked me out. Like, wow. And he goes, you've just become that for me, man. You're honest with me and you care about me. And man. And last is be Christ-like. That's really the first trait, but I wanted at the end to say everything I talked about is being Christ-like. Love them unconditional. It's not as easy as we it sounds because we have a tendency to love with conditions. I love you. If you love me, I'll scratch your back. If you scratch mine, I'll do this for you. Now you do this for me. Just accept my love. I just love you. I care about you. Book of Romans chapter 15 verse 7 says this. Therefore, accept each other just as Christ accepted you so that God will be given glory. Do you understand how much God loves you? Do you understand how much he cares? Do you understand how much he's reaching out to you and he wants you as part of his family? He wants to be your father and he wants you to be his son or daughter. And if you've never made that decision to give your life to Jesus, I invite you to do that now. If you've never trusted Jesus and you've never prayed to do that, just raise your hand and say, Pastor, that's me. Would you pray with me? Anyone here today? Anyone? I, I, I don't want to pass anyone up. So then I, I, I really want to challenge us then. I want you to examine yourself first because you might have been examining some of your friends and going, what the heck? Man, th- this person is really lost. <laughs> or, man, I, I got to get rid of most of my friends because they're all messed up and they're messing me all up. But I'm not even asking you to examine your friends even though I want you to do that. I want you to examine you and to take a real good look at yourself and say, wow, am I that person? Am I that kind of friend? Am I that kind of man or woman? Am I that person that is really trusting God and leaning into him? I hope and pray that we are. Would you stand with us as we close? And I I, I just want to give you an opportunity to pray. Some of you came in here not even, you haven't even heard the sermon because your pain of something else you're dealing with is so real. Some of you are facing marital problems, financial problems. Some of you are facing health issues. You don't know what's going to happen. I know someone's having knee replacement surgery in Thursday of this week. I know another person that's going through some real traumatic moments right now. Whatever you might be going through, or you might just want to be a good friend and say, man, God, I'm ashamed at the man I've been. I'm ashamed at the woman I've been. I haven't been a loyal friend. I've hurt some of my best friends because I gossiped and I, I, I did things I never should have done. And God, there's some people I need to break ties with. And it's hard because I love them so much. And we've had so many good times. But they're really keeping me from being a husband like I need to be, a wife like I need to be, a son or daughter like I need to be. 
just pray that you take time to cry out to God. As this song plays, make your way up. We'll pray. Pray, partners, will you just make yourself available as you make your way up and just begin to pray with people as we sing? We truly want to just give it all to the Lord. Amen. If you need prayer, I want to encourage you. Even if you need prayer right where you're standing, maybe you don't want to come up all the way to the front. That's okay, too. Would you ask the person next to you to pray with you? Let's sing this together. You can have it all, Lord. Every part of my world. Take this life and breathe on this heart that is now yours. You can have it all. Voices with me, truly surrender to Him and say, Every part of my world, take this life and breathe on this heart that is now yours. Find His joy, golden joy. Surrendering my crown at the feet of the King who surrendered everything and all the peace that
can have it all, Lord. Every part of my world, take this life, take this life and breathe on this heart that is now yours. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Breathe into our life, Lord. Bring hope. Bring desire. Bring joy. Bring the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. Bring clarity of mind, of heart and soul. That, God, we can be truly clean before the Lord and make really good friends as we become a good friend. That we be loyal to our friends. That, Lord, we carry one another's burden, but then we don't carry it any longer because we dump it over to you. We help carry that burden to you and say, God, would you remove this pain and burden from my brother, from my sister, my friend. Father, we pray deliverance and freedom. We pray healing over relationships that have hurt. Husbands and wives that have made bad decisions and cross some lines that they never should have. Father God, I pray that, Lord, you restore, Father God, the home. Children to their parents, parents to their children, children with their siblings, and on and on, Lord. That, Father God, the path will be redirected by you. And, Lord, we thank you and we pray in the glorious name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, and God's people said amen. Amen. Praise the name of Jesus. Hey, greet somebody on the way out. God bless you.